All right, everybody. This is. <laughs> really? Is that what, how we're going to start it? Yeah, I uh, <clears throat> I couldn't sleep. I, uh, I I had this dream that there was a pandemic, and oh wait a minute, it, it, that wasn't a dream. Hey everybody, welcome to day four of Coronavirus Quarantine Chronicles. Um, I, I want to say that we're now officially brought to you by Stamps.com <laughs> after yesterday's uh, outing with the stamp machine. They um, should change their, they have like a new commercial, yeah. but it's not a new commercial. It's just ironic in light of the fact that nobody wants to go out. It's like if Stamps.com doesn't make a billion dollars off this whole thing, who who will? There are so many places now that are switching their advertising model. Like, uh, I don't know who it was. It was, I, I want to say Boston Market, but they're always takeout, but it was someplace that you usually eat in at and it's like come on in and take out and I'm like everybody's <laughs> and then go away so stamps.com this is how I envision their whole advertising pitch it's like want to save some time and or your life stamps.com <laughs> exactly right? it's good right it's really good hey if anybody's listening I'm your voiceover guy stamps.com so I did not sleep last night well I uh, didn't yeah yeah this oh is God. like an ongoing conversation in our house like we, both of us get horrible sleep now for some reason and we compare notes first thing <laughs> in the morning how'd yeah. you do yeah, how'd you do? It's like like we ran a marathon or something. <laughs> <clears throat> but last night I had this very strange experience. I kept having this dream that my face itched or maybe my face did itch. Yep. And then I would scratch it and then I would wake up and go wash my hands. <laughs> but no, I mean, I actually would wake up and go wash my hands in case I touched my hands to my face. Your subconscious is While clearly tuned into the fact that coronavirus <laughs> is a thing now. I suggested that... That you might want to sleep with gloves, but is that creepy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like uh, Curly from Of Mice and Men, who always has the glove uh, oh, yeah, with, yeah, with yeah. the Vaseline in it. By yeah. the way, theater That's people, good. you are going to love this podcast. We're just going to keep making theater references yeah. all okay. the way through. Okay, yeah. yeah. Let's let's just, uh, yeah. I mean, what were those degrees for? Exactly, if not to entertain people. Exactly. Well, with, that's what we're doing now. With our arcane right? and, and useless knowledge about we're, theater. We're not <laughs> epidemiologists, clearly. <laughs> So <laughs> we can create entertainment uh, based around a dying anachronistic art form. There you go. Theater. Thank okay, you. Okay, so uh, so nobody can sleep, right? right. Is, am, am I right? I, nobody can sleep. I, you know, actually hit us back on this thread and let us know if and how you're sleeping. I, I will tell you that. So uh, a friend of mine, Chris Petzold, said, take this supplement. And I did, and it worked for two nights. And then last night I woke up. Like, I scared myself awake. And what did I do? What's the first thing that I fucking did? I looked on my phone and saw, because it was like 6.30, so the markets were open. I'm like, oh, do I look? Do I look? And the markets were down 2,700 points. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to And that's enough to scare you, you know, even wide awake? Wide oh awaker, I was going to say. Wide awaker. Yeah, oh my gosh, I'm getting dumber by the day. <laughs> I'm getting fatter and dumber Oh, yeah, you mentioned somebody quarantine. said uh, the COVID-19 should actually refer to the amount of uh, pounds that we're all going to gain by sheltering exactly. in place. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's like Shel the freshman 15. Yeah, it's the COVID-19. It's the... It's, that's the poundage. So Gen Xers keep talking about how COVID-19 sounds like, come on, Eileen. And so COVID-19, which I get. But every time for me, and I'm not of this generation, it doesn't, doesn't make any sense other than the fact that I like the band. I keep singing it to the tune of Hey 19 by Steely Dan. Oh. Won't you well, slide on down. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sing anymore. We're going to have to take royalties. Oh, that's true. 
So um, I have realized that my key to staying sane, I think, is staying busy. I was really, really busy today. I'm putting out lots and lots of content for the other podcasts that I do. It's the Washington State Indivisible podcast. And um, every interview that I do takes a lot of preparation. I spoke with a woman in Westchester because Westchester, uh, uh, Indivisible Westchester, uh, was the group that I spoke with. They are dealing with uh, the biggest outbreak on the East Coast. And at this point, New York State has more cases than we do out here in Washington, and it's really just it's, yeah, it's becoming scary. very, very frightening. So, But I think the, the key for me, and I, I don't know if this will help our listeners, your mileage may vary, guys, but um, staying busy seems to kind of help. Yeah, I think you have to give yourself something to do. And um, I was going to add, uh, you and I have worked from home for Maybe fifteen. Ever? Yeah, I don't know. Most of our 15, professional yeah, careers. Yeah, most of at this our point. careers, right? Because we've moved a lot, and so we've always had like remote jobs. Yep. And I will say, uh, I'll I'll give you some uh, I'll give you some work from home tips. And mm-hmm. the first one is get up, take a shower, and put on regular clothes. Put on pants. Put Gotta on do pants. It. Yeah. Don't don't think like oh I'm at home I can just chill out in my pajamas. Don't. Don't chill out in your pajamas all day. It's that bad was for your mind. Always what I would hear when people would approach me at parties saying, Hey, I, I can do all these voices. I want to get in voiceover because you can just row out of bed and just get right to work. I'm like, you can, but you you won't. You won't do it for long. Like yeah, th- that's this whole not... fantasy about like I'm in my pajamas and I'm like, no. You have to brush, you have to wash, Mm-mm. you have yeah. to trim. You just you just yeah. gotta be a person. Because otherwise you just will start to feel uh, like you're not participating in the world, yeah. I think. Like a shut-in, or like which we all are, which we now. are at this point. But yeah, or like you're um, some kind of a schlub, right. that, you know. Like you're. Um, I I have this theory that if you're not wearing pants, and by pants I mean like regular prison pants, not like your pajama pants with wine right. bottles on them. Which is the thing I have. Yes. I also and, have, and thank you, Chris Petzold. Yeah, thank you. And yeah. I also have pajama pants with clowns on them. And uh, I don't know. I just, I, people like to give me funny pajama pants, which I like, but um, I can't wear them all day because then I, I sound like, I feel like I don't sound serious on the phone. Like if I'm wearing. Because you're not taking yourself seriously. Exactly. Because yeah. you looked and you're like, I'm wearing pants with clowns on them. Right. And I have no makeup on. It's like you have to get, get. Like, I know, you make a joke about, like, oh, my commute's so short now. But seriously, get up, take a shower, put on clothes, give yourself something to do all day. I would also say (laughs) keep regular hours. I think it's really important. And um, for me, I don't really observe it on the back end. Like, I will do 12-hour days, but I start, I'm at work doing my work by 10 o'clock um, no matter what, and people were like, "Well, early riser, I, what, whatever, you know, fuck off." I'm, I'm not a boring person. <laughs> Don't judge. You know, I, I still get everything done because I, I'm still working like 12 hour days. I just start later. But it's my true. point is, set some hours. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you can't stay in your office all day and all night because then mm-hmm. you'll burn out on your office, and you know you only have so far to go. I'm going to ask you something I've wanted to ask for a while, and that is, <laughs> this is just occurring to me. So you got There's something a, you don't know about me? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, shocking, but true. It's been 23 years. What could there be? Right. So this has to do with your treadmill desk, right? Uh-huh. You got it after some health professional, the Surgeon General maybe said that, you know, sitting down all day is worse than smoking. And so you've been up and walking every day. I tend to sit most of my day. And then I go and burn off, you know, calories in the in the, the gym in, in the afternoon. 
question, but we probably burn the same amount of calories. And I will ask you, how do you feel during the day? Do you have more energy when you're just standing up and, and you know, walking on, on the treadmill? That's a good question. But, but versus when you were sitting at a desk. Oh, yeah. I um so I've had that treadmill desk for a long time. Uh, if you if you look on my blog funnystrange.net, I'll provide a link over to what what I what I did to build the treadmill desk. Yeah, we jerry-rigged it. But it's yeah, cool. I um I read this article by this other guy who made the very same treadmill desk because I have a lot of energy and I don't like sitting still really and it it bums me out to um sit at a desk. Right. It, it, I get that um, that like I don't know if it's depression or like a like a sl- energy slump. Right. When I have to sit there because I'm like, oh, man, I want to be up like walking around. Yeah. So um, but uh, yeah, the treadmill desk, I feel good. I, I feel good. But I do. I will say when I have to read something and like really comp- comprehend it, I yeah. have to stop and just use it as a standing desk. Right. Right. So, right. Yeah. If you I like really it have better to focus, than, you can't keep yeah. walking. I, I like it better than a regular desk. So if you're thinking about a treadmill desk, it's a great idea, and you can build one for a couple of hundred bucks. You don't need the whole $2,000, like, gigantic monstrosity. <laughs> like, it's so ugly. I, I read this. I read that one article, and then I was like, I looked at the picture, and I was like, oh, oh no, 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 never, no, no, never. So Just because it was too expensive? It's or you too, didn't it's like the way huge. It looked, it's I mean, I don't know what person with the home office puts that in their home office. It's like... Silly, so um, and it's two or three thousand dollars. So I bet uh, basically I I got a one of the one of those really lightweight treadmills from Amazon for like two hundred bucks, and then I uh, rigged it up with the IKEA kind of shelf yeah. table thing, and it's it's works great. Yes, I helped with the construction of it. It is I can just tell you guys it's not that hard. Uh, so if you want to avoid getting your COVID nineteen, yeah, maybe yeah. A, a standing. I do like uh, fifteen. I did like nineteen thousand steps today. Cause, no shit. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I'll do at least 15000 a day. Yeah. Well, so uh, I guess the, the only question left is now that we've sorted everything out and we've organized the entire house, uh, have we figured out what we're doing with our lives? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know what? There's nothing worse than when you've uh, organized all the, all, all the drawers and then uh, you're alone with your own thoughts. Mm. Scarier than COVID. Honestly, <laughs> I, I was... To, like the gym, I, I'm very fortunate to have a home gym. I go down there, I burn off my calories. You were calories. in a terrible mood when you came back I from was. the gym today. Absolutely terrible. I, I, I was because there was, you know, when I was busy all day today, I was able to not focus in on just how shitty everything is. And I'm, you know, it's, I, I did a, a you know run on the treadmill and I just cranked up the music and I'm like, oh, it's not helping. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> the thoughts are getting you in. You can't outrun your dread. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I watched the Trump press uh, conference. Today. You did. Yeah. I did. No, I did. Can I just ask before he you... didn't seem as crazy as usual? Somebody's gotten to him. Before you describe what you saw, I mean, he did give himself a ten out of ten oh, for response. <laughs> That's here, here's the thing. I will just tell Who you. Who says something like that in the middle of a? <laughs> I've gotten to the point where I what cannot hear his voice. I cannot see his face. I can't have anything about him in my general vicinity if i am alone in a car i will i'll start hollering at the radio and i'm wondering how you managed to sit 
calmly by and just and, and watch watch the whole press conference. Did it not get your blood pressure up and shit? Well, I was treadmill desk walking at the time, so maybe I wasn't really concentrating on it all that hard. <laughs> but I I don't know. I was just trying to see like what um, I was trying to see what the what the news was, you know, if there was anything. Yeah. Because like you, I don't like being caught off guard. I just, you know, I appreciate that they're doing a press briefing every day. This White House hasn't been particularly open with information. and I, <laughs> You don't say. I, 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 you know, I appreciate that they're doing it. So I... Um, <laughs> I, I was like, all right, I'm just going to see what uh, what's up. And it sounded like there's going to be more tests released this week. That's great. They've, they've uh, partnered with Big Pharma and private companies yeah. to get some more tests. If that's really true. And it was it was funny that there seemed to be there's one expert that seemed to be kind of shading Trump a little bit. He was like, he was like, yes, there will be tests. This is reality. This isn't enough, an empty promise. And I was like, Ooh. oh, did you just clap back at your boss over there? Like, nice. Which All was right. I thought funny. I think that's fantastic. And, um, it was mostly like other people talking, not not Trump. And and um, when I glanced over, he wasn't playing the invisible accordion. <laughs> but and I have this theory that Trump has it, right? Yeah, he tested negative, apparently. Yeah, because he's, you know, he, he's got the best immune system. No. Um, but I don't know why at the very beginning of the presser, I was like, oh my gosh, he looks so, like, lethargic and kind of hot. Mm. You know, hot, you know, like... Uh, we know. No, you not, know. I know you're not saying the president looks no, hot. No, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you, can, you can tell hot. when someone, like, feels feverish, sure. like their eyes are a little close. And, but then he kind of woke up. So I wonder if someone didn't just shoot him with a tranquilizer dart. <laughs> and That's, then when he actually, you said he pepped up, maybe they shot him with the Adderall and he's good to go. Yeah. I thought maybe he was actually like fighting some symptoms and they had given him some cold medicine. And then, you know, then he pushed through because he was on TV. And mm. like, you know, when you're sick and you're like, oh, God, I have to do something. But um, apparently he took the test. The test was negative. Or so uh-huh. he says, because well. he's never told a lie. So no. <laughs> I don't know why we would doubt him. He will I mean, lie to his dying breath. So so as we mentioned on yesterday's show, uh, we were going to have a special guest. And so we do. So my dear friend Mark Hertz is on the line with us from San Mateo. Uh, Mark was actually part of the dot-com 1.0 scene with both Lori and me uh, in San Francisco way back in the day. I, I believe that... If we were to tabulate the number of years, Mark, that uh, have gone by since we all worked together, it would be legal to drink. <laughs> That's a safe bet, I believe, yes. <laughs> so uh, you are now officially sheltering in place in the Bay Area. Um, how are things? Well, so to, to be official, it hasn't started yet. Okay. Uh, the, the shelter in place begins at uh, midnight or 12.01, I believe, um, this evening. Uh, or, or more Tuesday morning, as, as it were. Um, I personally have been sheltering in place for about a week, though. Yeah. Um, just because I have, have been a little sick. Uh, I don't think I have what is, you know, coronavirus, but I just want to make sure that that's, if in, in fact it is the case, I'm not spreading it. Right. Um, but also, you know, just because I know what's been going on around here and knowing that a lot of people can be asymptomatic and still passing things along, and so I'd rather not have that happen to me. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is everybody in your house staying healthy right now? As best they can. Uh, yes. Uh, mentally speaking, we'll see how that 
as it continues on. But yeah, physically, everyone seems to be relatively healthy. Well, this seems like something of a maybe an inappropriate question to ask you, given the fact that you're a little under the weather. But so on yesterday's show, we talked about taking the COVID challenge, uh, which is to take something that is on your list of things to do that has been on your list for weeks, months, or possibly even years, like your to-do list, and uh, get that shit off your list. Uh, And so I, Lori and I have been just going around and like, you know, going through junk drawers and, you know, doing doing the usual kind of shit. Uh, Anything that you... uh, have been meaning to get to that this would be an opportune time to to get around to? I mean, I wish I could say that would be the case only because uh, I'd love to get a few things certainly off the list. I did, as I uh, may have told you yesterday, I, I uh, we, or organized the pantry uh, in, the, <laughs> in the kitchen because there's just a lot of stuff in there that we haven't dealt with in a while. It feels so, good, doesn't it? It does. It really does. It does feel good. I mean, the problem I would say is like, as far as like finding the time is because we have, uh, two seven year olds nearing, nearing eight. And so like finding time to do anything when it's not with them or, you know, whatever, it's, it's hard to do. How long so, are schools closed in the Bay area? Are they uh, like on the same schedule probably as up here that we're looking at may at this point? Um, well, so our County, it's, it's County by County at this juncture, as far as I know, um, and our county started today, and it is going to run through April 17th. Um, I will say, too, that our school actually, it, it technically goes till April 3rd, and then we have two weeks of spring break. So it's going till the 17th. Something tells me it might last longer than that. I don't know, obviously. I have no information, but that's just kind of my sixth sense about things. So, yeah. That's where we stand. Mark, how, how was day one of homeschooling? I didn't take part in much of it. Uh, <laughs> I, my, wife, my wife was here and didn't have as much. She only had a couple of meetings. I had throughout the day just a lot of work going on. I'm, I'm working from home, and so I just kind of stuff kept happening, and so I had to deal with it. And yeah. um, my wife only had a couple of meetings, and so it was kind of a, okay, kids, She's in a meeting. I still have work. How's the TV looking right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand that screen time, any limits on screen time is just like out the window at this point. I mean, I will say this. We, so we're going to have distance learning, but the uh, our school has yet to put that packet together. We're going to be picking it up in the morning. And so we'll have that ready a better sense of what we need to do on a day-to-day basis by tomorrow. Mm. All right. Well, before we let you go, I will just ask, because uh, Lori and I used to obviously live in the Bay Area, and you know, we we met and fell in love there. We met on the Anjuda, and that's that's our origin story. That sounded like we fell in love with Mark. We fell in love with you, Mark Hurts. and I, we all fell in love. It was a beautiful yeah. thing. Uh, but I will just ask you, what is sort of like the general tenor, the mood like in the Bay Area right now around all this? I mean, I, as I said, I haven't been out in a little while, so it's hard for me to get a gauge for exactly how people are feeling. I mean, based on my Facebook feed, there is certainly some uh, concerns about things and uh, a lot of, I think, Gowell's humor already starting up. For sure. Uh, of, like how long this is going to last. Um, yeah, it's hard to say, really. I think everyone's kind of like... The, I don't know how much denial is going on. I've heard certainly, like a friend of mine, uh, I actually talked to earlier today, he said he drove down to Half Moon Bay yesterday, and he certainly saw a lot of people still out and about. Mm. Um, so 
I think maybe now the, that the, the shelter in place has like started to take place, maybe that that reality will start to set in a bit more for people. Yeah. There's a certain part of denial, I think, that's still taking place for a certain amount of people. What does that mean? Can they make you go in your house? Yeah, like what are the enforcement mechanisms with shelter in place? Uh, I wish I knew. I mean, it's basically like this is the kind of the next step before. This is a step before lockdown, is my understanding. And lockdown being like you, everyone has to stay inside. And there's the only, I don't know if there's like any reason to go out. I guess it's for like food and like pharmaceuticals i think that's right. kind of like it yeah and like right now it's more of like you're able to do that like i actually um have to go into get uh, my car serviced tomorrow and they're they're able to do that or wednesday i should say and they're still they said they're still able to do things like that that's considered an essential okay like you're basically not supposed to do anything that's non-essential right now Right. Um, so like bars and restaurants not happening as far as i understand it because i think that's a last night it was still, you could go to a restaurant, but it would have to be like at half capacity. And that's, I'm assuming, no longer the case. Yeah. So things are moving pretty rapidly. Yes, they are. Uh, the walls are closing in. Well, uh, I want to, yeah, yeah I, I want to say, um, you know, that hang in there, my brother. Uh, this is going to be Thanks, a, uh, it's going to be a challenging time. Uh, I hope that the kids stay entertained. I hope you feel better. And uh, thanks for, thanks for joining us on the, uh, the COVID quarantine chronicles. Appreciate it. <laughs> You're welcome. Do what I can. See you, brother. <laughs> Talk to you later. Take care, guys. So. I kind of feel like, uh, first of all, I feel like the car talk guys. That, that you know, we, we just, we, yeah. I feel like we should have diagnosed and, uh, something. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Well, what, what you really want to do is you want to make sure that the carburetor has enough intake with the fuel. And it's like, but now I'm starting to think like we should do credits. We should actually do credits like the car talk guys did. And I will tell you too that I submitted uh, for oh people who gosh. don't know, car talk You're was a public radio show. You're just saying that because you've been sitting on oh, this so for 20 years. Yeah. Oh so my clever. God. So the car talk guys, uh, <laughs> this was a show that was on public radio a while ago. Ago, and they would ostensibly, you know, diagnose people's car problems. But really what they were, they were just a couple of brothers who were really funny and just like to, you know, bullshit about life and whatever. And they, they was, it was it was a good for a laugh. Right. Mm-hmm. And at the very end, they would have a bunch of fake credits. And, you know, they, they would have like uh, the, the staff chauffeur was like a pick off and drop off, you know, that, that kind of thing. The cornball humor. Staff Taylor Humanities. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, oh, the uh, seat tester, uh, the uh, the staff seat tester was Wilma Buttfit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was the, there was their parts manager Wayne DeBack. See, <laughs> really cornball humor. But I I submitted a couple, and they Dad didn't humor. go for it, and they're off the air now. And so here's my opportunity. So our uh, staff nudist is Oliver Tanner. <laughs> Thank you very much. And our Pamplona correspondent is Gordon Trampled. <laughs> Not bad, right? Why did they never take Gordon Trampled? I don't Trampled? know. I That's thought they were funny terrible. as hell. Anyway, you guys, thank you for joining us again for another uh, adventure into the deep recesses of our uh, quarantine psyches. Uh, we, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Yeah, because uh, we'll be here. And we'll so here. will you. And so will you. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.